Lots of things go better together. Hockey, food, golf, peanut butter and jelly, Gojo and Golik, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. What? But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to DraftKings Network. Welcome back to Gojo and Golik, hour number two, Mike Golik Jr., Mike Golik Sr., and it is Wednesday. We had to move some things around schedule-wise, but that just means you get a little bit of time released. Wilder Wednesday, our great friend Charlotte Wilder, you can catch her co-hosting Oddball over with Amin Hassan covering the NBA each and every day. But here with us, chomping at the bit to get to the biggest headline in sports, Charlotte. How have you recovered from the Taylor Swift shockwave sent through the NFL this weekend? I haven't. Have you? Are you okay? I'm not okay. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, it like, I can't say, you know, you, Mike, the thing that I keep coming back to is when you tweeted, this is my Roman Empire. <laughs> it is. I was like, do you know how many times a day I think about Taylor Swift? I'm not like, I'm not proud of it. It's just, she leaves, she leaves you with so many questions that it becomes like a little puzzle to try to figure out. And um, the, the best take actually that I've heard on the Travis Kelsey stuff came from my husband who was like, I think that they, this is the first time they met. He was like, I don't think it's that it's not real or that it's not, they're, they're not dating or, you know, talking to each other. But he was like, it very much seems like maybe they were like, let's just lean into this. Travis was like, come to the stadium. My mom's going to be in the box. And Taylor was like, okay. And then they were like, let's see if we like each other. I mean, uh-huh. dating in your 30s is getting to the real stuff a lot quicker than you would have otherwise. Like meeting mom as someone in your mid 30s early on just seems like, hey, let's skip the fluff and see if this can really work, dad. Yeah, Mike, we're still waiting for that. Your mother is still waiting to meet someone. So just, you know, you brought <laughs> it up. I'm glad, I'm, glad the, 
I'm glad you were able to peel the glaze off your eyes. You look like you wanted to be dead when me and Charlotte. Got oh, hey, listen, I, I just, I, but, but I do agree with Charlotte. I, I don't think they had seen each other before. And I think they're just going to kind of see where it goes. I, I don't foresee anything serious. Again, I'm not going to get into breaking down. But oh my God, I'm not going to, you guys well, are dragging. Dan, let me, let me give you some numbers oh. here. You're a numbers guy. You're a big nerd over there. Oh what, yeah. That's what me. Charlotte is to being a wife guy. You are to being a numbers guy. And so I want to bring you some numbers here that we've got coming off this weekend emerson do you mind laying this out for I got us you. here because we saw the bump from taylor swift felt not only by the nfl but also by travis kelsey himself Maybe i got you which he's already said this morning on his podcast he said that ish was hysterical it was definitely a game i will remember then we just slid off in the getaway car at the end so yeah the numbers <laughs> go like this a 400 percent spike in travis kelsey jersey sales Kelsey's podcast ranks number one overall on Apple. And as we mentioned earlier in this show, guys, it's probably going to do historic numbers today in terms of downloads. Kelsey adds almost 400,000 Instagram followers. So there's the answer to your question earlier in the week, Golik. 24.3 million viewers watched that game. Number one game of the week and 63% jump in female viewers ages 18 to 49. The Swift effect is absolutely freaking real. Can, guys, can we talk about how this was the Bears? Oh. This was this was the best, the biggest game of the week. The most watched game of the week was Chiefs Bears, where the Bears lost by 30 points. And one of my low-key favorite parts of all of this is Swifties not familiar with the NFL. Also, oh, I'd yeah. like to say, I think there are a lot of Swifties who are familiar with the NFL. Sure. And I think a lot of them are playing up the fact that men might think they don't know. Like when... All these women on TikTok are asking their husbands and boyfriends, like, it's really cool that Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map. And then the boyfriend gets really mad. And he's like, he's like, what? He's like the best tight end ever. And it's clear that they're <laughs> trolling him. Um, but I do think that it's for those who were not familiar with the NFL, the fact that they were introduced to it with this Bears team is one of the funniest and saddest possible outcomes of this entire situation, Mike. That does have to be really tough if you're a player on the Bears, <laughs> because I'm sure there's a couple of people in there that are like low-key Swifties or at least aware. We saw all the reaction shots in the stadium that were going around of people that appeared to see Taylor in the box at the beginning and were pretty blown away. I'd have to imagine there were a couple of people on the Bears that are like, I'm never going to play another game in front of a pop star in my life, more than likely, or surely in front of Taylor Swift. And that's the taste that we left in her mouth. That's you, tough saying. You really think a football player is going to think that? There's yes. got to be like one or two guys. I, yes. I mean, I, I, okay, listen. The, the Taylor Swift effect, I am not denying. It's, it's, she is The numbers are there. Right can't now. Deny it it. Absolutely. Yeah. Facts don't care about your feelings. Numbers guy. All right? I'm not a numbers guy, Mike. Numbers God, guy. me and numbers. Are you kidding me? Though I can't do simple math. You so, like math. Wait, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. So here, so here we, we, Seven, we, we eight, know nine. the story. We know how, how cool it is. We know the uptick for Kelsey. We know, Mike, I saw your TikTok that, hey, if it brings Swifties to the NFL or NFL to, to, to become Swifties, cool, all cool. I get all that. Let me ask you guys questions, okay? Please. First and foremost, if you, either one of you, Charlotte, I'll start with you. And you had got in front of Taylor Swift and had one and only one question to ask her, what would it be? Oh, um, do you want to hang out? That would be your question? 
No, so, yeah, I'd probably be. It'd probably yeah. be like the you know, like I would like say, "Hey, do you want to exchange numbers?" That's like the genie where you ask for more wishes because then <laughs> yeah. if I had the yeah. number, I'd be able to ask more questions. I also think that I don't know. I think she and I would be great friends. Let's be honest, but <laughs> I do. I do think that there are probably the 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 fact for the Bears players that not only were it's Taylor Swift, but it's a pop star of that magnitude, which means so many people are watching. I think yeah. that that adds a lot. It's like, oh no, like my friends from high school are turning tuning into this because they want to see Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And I happen to be a casualty in this great war, if you will. It's so true. I, it's, it is the reminder, like you said, for a lot of people and a lot of those boyfriends that were getting trolled that there's a much bigger world outside of ours in sports oh, than what's going on. Yes. And to see that pop up and happen, like I, I remember like a, a weird tangent, but um, bachelor party, Julia Lippman over at the ringer does a part uh, podcast that covers the bachelor. I have never received more messages in my sports media career for appearing on one show than that show because of the following around that particular venue. And so to Charlotte's point, there are way more people, more casual eyeballs tuned in and they're like, are the bears always like this? And unfortunately, recently, the answer has been yes. I think a lot of people who follow me, follow me because I used to recap the bachelor. Like, I think that that's the thing that people call back to me the most. Um, I also think that it, when you're in sports media, not to talk about sports media or get all meta because it's very boring, but I am going to for a second. I think when we're in this world, there are a lot of people who think this is what everybody cares about. And I think what people sometimes fail to understand and something that for me is a bit of a pet peeve is when when we talk to an audience as if they know every single name we're talking about. Like most people couldn't tell you who the coach of the Jets is like most people in America, you say Robert Sala and they're like, okay, who? And I think that a lot of times we don't identify who people are as a way to sort of keep those people out to be like, oh, you're not in the club because you don't know all these names. We're not going to help you. It's a little bit of this like we want to I think sometimes in sports media, we want to feel like important and exclusive and like this stuff is is very heady. Um, And so for something like this to happen and then people realize like, oh, wait, people in America don't even know who Travis Kelsey is, is a really is sort of a nice reminder of like, okay, let's let's stay a little humble here. Like, let's let's realize that there is more out there and then bring more people in. That's what I loved about this. Yep. A hundred percent. It's a. That moment was perfectly summed up. I think I saw it was Will Compton on Bussin' with the Boys was talking about this. And they pulled up and reminded him the NFL's Twitter uh, Instagram account has 27 million followers. Taylor Swift has 272 million on there, her damn self. So it's a completely different weight class that everyone's playing at a completely different end of the pool that we've all dove into, Dad. Listen, Charlotte, I talked about this Monday, uh, just exactly what you're saying. And you're correct. said... We live in this world where people are amazed that they don't know it. And I talked about my time, you know, on Mike and Mike at ESPN when when Greeny was interviewing Ben Affleck and said, actually asked Ben, you know, who do you think is more popular, Jennifer Lopez? This was when Ben and J-Lo were together the first time. Who do you think is more popular, J-Lo or I think at that time he said maybe Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. And Ben was like, are you kidding? It's not even close. And we 
there's it's also thought when the Super Bowl last year is 115 million, I get people to sit there and say, how can only a third of the country, of the population of the U.S. be watching this? It's like because the majority of people don't know or don't care. They don't care about the business that we care about so much. And it gets every now and then there are there are things that happen that make you go. Yeah, you know what? That's right. We're not as popular as some people think. On that note, last question I want to ask you guys about this. And I don't mean to be a downer about it. I listen, I hope these I crazy think you kids, do. Yeah, I, yeah, you do. You know what I you're hope doing. these but let's go on the on the track record of of them, okay? Especially one Taylor Swift. When I, I as I said, I hope the crazy kids figure it out and spend the rest of their lives together. Next year at this time when we're doing a a, a Wilder Wednesday, will they be together? No, and who cares if they are? I, just, I, mean, yeah, I, I, I don't. I this. don't care. I don't care. I'm just asking either, the question. Either they won't be, or they're getting married. There's no in between here. I think it's it going to be forever, or it's going to go down in flames. I think it okay. goes through the entire NFL season. That's how long it lasts. You know what, Dad? You can tell me when it's over if the high was worth the pain. Because I know they've got a long list of ex lovers that'll the high to say who? they're both insane. The the high to who? The high to you or Charlotte? I mean that the, to the, the NFL. He's he's throwing Taylor Swift lyrics at you. I've got Mike. a blank space, guys, and I'm gonna oh, write. Oh, okay. Are you throwing into me? You think that's gonna work? I mean, I had <laughs> I had you text me a line in the game with the Raiders in Pittsburgh just so I could sound hip. I couldn't pull one out myself, <laughs> Charlotte. I had Mike. I text Mike before calling Stop the Pittsburgh uh, Raiders game. I knew it was a Sunday night game, so I knew me and my partner, Ryan Radke, were going to talk about the fact that Taylor Swift was at that. And -hmm. at first, I text my family, and Mike was involved in this. I said, because they're all Swifties. I said, guys, give me some lines that I could use to sound cool. Charlotte, the amount of lyrics and songs that got thrown at me, I was dead confused. And Mike finally put a stop to it and said, guys, he doesn't know any of this. And I finally text Mike outside the group. I said, Mike, just give me a couple sentences. And he did. So I got to use it on air to hopefully sound pretty cool. But, you know, it's wasted on me, Mike, if you try and hit me with a line because I'm not quick enough to pick it up. But it's not wasted on me. It's not wasted on me. you say? Take the main character energy out of this. This is for Charlotte and for all the people who needed to know that do know there. Also, put it on the poll, Guillermo. Has anyone who said the word hip actually ever been hip? Uh, we will try and get to the bottom of that. Charlotte, I want to look at some of the rest of the NFL weekend with you and get to the bottom of a conversation you had with a New York Uber driver about what's yeah. gone on with the Jets. Yeah, it. I... I have to I pause to take in the greatness of this moment. Um, <laughs> I was in I was in a car and um, the Uber driver was listening to ESPN New York radio or, you know, whatever it was. And they it sort of quiet, low level. And I've registered this and I'm like sort of trying to listen. But I was also like, you know, this let him keep it at whatever volume. And then they're like, and we're going to talk to Garrett Wilson, uh, wide receiver for the Jets. And I and he turns it way up. And I was like, oh, good. And so I'm in there like, you know, Joe Namath said that Zach Wilson just isn't the guy and played the Joe Namath sound. And then they go back to Garrett Wilson, who's like, well, you know, we're all trying to prove him wrong. And like the saddest half hearted, like we believe answer. And um, and I just was like, oh, poor Garrett Wilson. And the Uber driver like whips his head around. He's like, you care about the Jets? And I was like, well, no, I'm, I like sports. And he laughed. And then he was like, you know, 
I'm embarrassed to tell you that I'm a Jets fan. And I was like, oh, really? And he was like, yeah, obviously. And I was like, what do you think about Zach Wilson? He goes, I think that man is related to the owner. I think they are doing whatever they can to keep him around because the only answer is that it's nepotism because even a snail on a rock could tell you that that is not a professional football player. And I feel so bad for the other players who only have a short time to make their mark in the league. And I was like, wow, wow. I was like, well, that's the best analysis I've heard. Also, hilarious conspiracy theory that Woody Johnson yeah. <laughs> is like Zach Wilson's, you know, great uncle or something. Um, but now that we've got Swifties in the universe, they'll find out if he is related or not. We need to get them on that. Yeah, seriously. But a snail on a rock was like. Just, what a line. Even that, a snail on a rock. That's a, that's a great line. And he didn't like it doesn't sound like he had to search for that line. Like it just it just flowed naturally. No, that's his thing. Mm -hmm. He says yeah. that. He's yeah. a snail on a rock guy. But, I mean, Charlotte also not incoherent analysis about how the rest of that team probably feels. We talked about that with Richard Sherman when he was on the show before about how these other guys understand they are being treated differently at their positions than he's being treated at his position and yeah. the message that sends to the rest of the team. I mean, I just think everybody's in an absolutely impossible spot. I think good management is largely about putting people in a position to succeed. And Zach Wilson is not being put in a position to succeed. He probably hates this as much as we do. Like, this is awful. This is embarrassing. This, to have Joe Namath say, I wouldn't have drafted him. And to come in for the second year in a row when you weren't supposed to be there and then fail so miserable. It's like, put this guy out of his misery. Like, take him out, too. Bring somebody in. This isn't good for Robert Sala. This isn't good for the other players. It's just like, and and it's not, it's sad to me. Like it's, you know, it's a little funny and then it's the Jets because of course in that like very sad way, but it's just like really, it, nobody is, nobody is winning here literally, literally and figuratively. It's, I think one of the things that adds to it is it's the Jets and the Jets and the Jets fans have lived, you know, this life of waiting for the shoe to drop because what they've done you know, it isn't isn't something that hasn't been done before. Okay, now you did have Zach Wilson as as a backup, even though he, he had failed as the starter. But you go back to the Colt days, and I, and I had known this, and, and I heard Jeff Saturday talking about it, and it reminded me of it. And Bill Polian, I mean, you know, Hall of Famer, one of the great GMs of all time. They had Peyton Manning with the Colts, and that was it. I think the backup was Painter at the time. I might have been somebody else, but they they even basically said, if Peyton Manning goes down, our season's over. And he did go down the one year, and they won like three games. I think that's where the Jets were. Unfortunately, they built everything around Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers got hurt. So it, it's over, but because you're a Jet fan, that news didn't really go crazy with the Colts because it was the Colts, and it was Indianapolis, and everybody just kind of pushed them aside. But because it's the Jets and it's in New York and the Jet fans have such a history of things going wrong and they were finally built up as the team was built up and then it just got shattered in four plays, I think resonated a little more and had a little more cachet, but it was the same deal. This was built with Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers and he went down. So that's basically kaput, but it's the Jets and everybody loves talking about the demise of the Jets. So well, all, all of a sudden a team that everybody thought was a playoff team and maybe pushing for the Super Bowl, not just because of Aaron Rodgers, but the, the defense and the players that you brought in on offense. Now Aaron Rodgers is down and you got people saying blow the whole thing up. 
It's like, well, wait a minute. You thought you had well, some good players there. Now, now what are we doing? They tried to do, and I'm sure feel like, what the hell, we got short change of what Tampa Bay tried to do about what the Rams did, all the great effect in winning Super Bowls, and they didn't get the good part. They just got the second yeah. year where everything goes to hell and everyone starts getting hurt. But that is the, uh, the Jets' existence almost entirely here. Charlotte, was there anything else that stuck out to you over this weekend on the good or the bad end from the NFL? I mean, I was thrilled that Joe Burrow pulled out the win. I thought what he said was really interesting about, you know, Jamar Chase is over there being like, buddy, do not play if your calf is hurt. Do not mess this up for us long term. And that Joe knew himself and his body well enough to be like, you know what? I need us to not go down 0-3 more than I need this calf to be given another week. And to me, I'm like, oh, my God, because Joe Burrow is always doing things like this to us. But it worked. And I think that that was that made me very happy. Um, I really want to see them succeed. And and I just think that Miami is terrifyingly unstoppable, guys. I don't love yeah. it personally as a Patriots fan, but I don't. It's like, have we ever we've never seen this before? Like they would have set the points record if Mike McDaniel hadn't been like, you know what? Mercy rule, which is yeah. also hilarious. Mercy rule at 70. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. let's stop like, the just bleeding do it. here. <laughs> Just exactly. Do it, exactly. Just do it. As we have talked about, this is pro pro ball, man. I'm I'm not going to worry about Denver's feelings on this one. Well, Set the record. You're never going to be there again. I think it's even. I think it's more rude that he didn't yes. do it. I think it's more rude that he was like. I'm not going to set a record against you. I'll do the. I'll do you the favor, which I love. I absolutely love it. So petty, beautiful. Mike McDaniel continues continues to amaze, and I'm talking a lot with my hands today. Wow. I mean, you've come to the right show for that. I don't know if either me or my dad would ever be able to get a word out edgewise without somehow moving our hands around and gesticulating there. We still got plenty to get to coming up. Big sads trying to write this uh, ship this weekend for Notre Dame and looking at a popular meme and trying to decipher next. Growing up playing sports, I learned really quickly that how you do the little things is how you're going to do everything. That's why coaches always harped on us about having our hand behind the line on sprints or picking up our locker because that was going to directly translate to critical moments on the field, making sure we're lined up right, taking the right steps so we can go out there and execute and win ball games. Small actions can have big benefits, just like how taking care of your gut can support your entire body's health. That's where our friends at Seed come into play. Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is going to benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I just got my welcome kit and started taking Seed's DSO-1 myself, and I'm loving it. I love the convenience of being able to have it in the cabinet with my other supplements because you don't need to worry about refrigerating it, and I love the free travel vial that comes along with it. I'm constantly on the road, and so being able to take DSO-1 with me on the go is huge for my lifestyle here. I'll tell you what else I love is the fact that it's backed by science. DSO-1 was developed in collaboration with Seed's scientific board and based on their foundational work in probiotics and the microbiome. And with new clinical trials and breakthrough research published in top scientific journals, Seed's probiotic research development and innovation programs make DSO-1 a product you can trust. And it's great in convenience, too. Probiotics and prebiotics work best when they're used consistently, just like any other routine health habit. And Seed's subscription service is going to easily help build DSO-1 into your routine, again, with no refrigeration required. So, 
trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash gojo and use code 25gojo to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash gojo, code 25gojo. All right, welcome back to Gojo and Golik. Mike Golik Jr., Mike Golik Sr., Charlotte Wilder, Emerson Lazio. We got full house here today. And uh, in front of the congregation, Charlotte Wilder has asked for a place back up at the pulpit. Um, I know some of you in the crowd might be over our Taylor Swift conversation, but we're doing it for the ones who understand and need this content and been waiting for this moment to come for a long time. And Charlotte wanted to confess something to us, and so I want to give her the space to do that. Thank you so much. Um, sorry, I'll make this quick. I know people are sick of this. I know, but okay. So no, they're not. as as I'm in as I'm in this Uber yesterday before this man gives me his expert jets analysis. Um, we were driving and it was raining and he had his hazard lights on and we were in bad traffic and I was like, "Sir, do you do you know you have your uh, your hazards on?" And he was like, "Yes." And I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, because this way, if someone rear ends me, they can't claim they didn't see me. And I was like, oh. incredible logic, but the ticking of it was driving right. me insane. So ha! I was like, okay, I respect that. Um, I So I put my headphones in and I just went to, you know, whatever popped up, the Lover album by Taylor Swift. I click it, Cornelia Street comes on. And as I'm sitting in this car, trying to drown out the clicking of the hazard lights, I hear the lyrics Filling in the blanks as we go, as if the streetlights pointed in an arrowhead leading us home. Arrowhead Stadium, has Taylor Swift been planning this for years? Is this another mastermind situation leading us home? Like, to is are they going to get married? And I was like, I started thinking these things and I tweeted it. And then I reread the tweet. And I was like, I wanted to reply to my own tweet and be like, haha, just kidding. I know I'm crazy, but I didn't, I wasn't kidding. And so I'm saying it here now to tell you, I know that this is insane, but this is how far this whole situation has infiltrated my brain. Also, maybe I'm onto something. I was to say, listen, I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> this woman planned out an entire concert tour this summer so that the final day of the show would be August 9, 8, 9, where she could announce the re-release of the album 1989. I mean... She, uh, She's not above this stuff. There's also a song called, um, I think it's uh, Mary. Uh, I forget which album it's off of where she says, I'll be 87 you'll, or I'll be, you'll be 87. I'll be 89. It's like, dog, come on. Yeah. The signs are I all mean, over the place. Guys, I, I know. I will, I will add this. So on the podcast that, re that was released this morning, I don't know if we're going to get much more details from Travis Kelsey on this relationship because he says, What's real is that it is my personal life. I want to respect both our lives. So everything moving forward, I think me talking about sports and saying, all right, now we'll have to be where I keep it. <laughs> all right. Now. That's, you know what? <laughs> Honestly, right now. not surprised, smart, probably straight from the desk of tree pain in the Taylor Swift PR yeah. department. So he's yes. smart to read the statement as it was written to him and get back to just listening to Jason talk about Twilight movies and whatever else they were going to do. That was hilarious, also, by the way. And, and can I just say, Taylor Swift is in your guy's head so much. She must just sit back and smirk at all the people that tweet about all the they're trying to figure this out or figure that out. Oh, she said this line because of this or this line because of that. Man, she is so in your guy's head. Bro, wow. I spent like 45 wow. minutes on Google solving puzzles. 
the other day for that woman. So she would release the vault tracks wow. from 1989. Yes, she owns forget like rent free and all that stuff. She's got a palatial estate in my head. She's got property, not just a home. Well, this, she's got pro acreage. Th this is why yes. I am very happy that my mind is an inch deep and a mile wide. I do not dive down any further than an inch. So no, this, none of this affects me in any way at all. No, and I'm very happy incredible. about that. No matter what she does. I gotta bring does, that to my therapist. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what she does, it becomes a phenomenon. Like, yes. Like the fact there was the picture of her, Charlotte, I wanna get your input on this. There was the picture of Taylor Swift sitting in the suite. There was a boneless wing on her plate. And then there was ranches, one dipping sauce. There was ketchup on the other. Now I do believe chicken nuggets. Likely ranch. I believe chicken nuggets dipped in ketchup is a first degree felony. But the thing is this, the chief stadium food provider says they have now increased their supply of ranch in sweets after this picture started surfacing and making its rounds on social media. No. Uh, That's like the Mean say. Girls quote. Like I said, Taylor Swift eat ranch, so I ain't ranch. Yeah. That, by the way, also yeah. just reinforces as Taylor Swift's a Pennsylvania native. Pennsylvania is the Midwest, spiritually and otherwise. Philadelphia is okay. not really, but like the rest of Pennsylvania, definitely spiritually Midwest. If you're bringing ranch to the party and making ranch great again, I love that for ranch. By the way, yeah, but we're Likely not we're ranch. not doing chicken nuggets dipped in ketchup, correct? Because notice how they're, they're not are. they're not I increasing sure. their, uh, yeah, no. all the yeah, time. Okay. The people that oh, slander yeah. ketchup yeah. on hot dogs and chicken nuggets that's ugly. Emerson, okay. honestly, I expect better from you. No, you're no, no, no. Ketchup, I'm a ketchup things. on a glizzy guy, ketchup on fries, ketchup on a burger. There's something that doesn't mix with my pristine palate when I dip a chicken nugget <laughs> in ketchup. You know, my, my, my thought on all that stuff is when people talk about pineapple on pizza, that's not pizza. Yeah, it it's is. Good. Yeah, it's that's pineapple delicious. on pizza. It's great. It's good and pizza. If other people, I personally don't like it, but I'm not going to sit there and disparage it. I'm not going to say you can't put, you know, ketchup mm -hmm. on a chicken nugget. If you yeah. like ketchup on a chicken nugget, yeah. Put ketchup with, on a chicken with, nugget. What the hell do I up. care? With one grow exception, up. I think people who eat their steaks well done are monsters. Thank you. Why? That's, Thank you. That's the like I am. I'm dead. I'm generally with you on most everything, <laughs> but for some reason, steaks being cooked like a hockey puck bothers the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. That's I a don't, you problem. But I don't know how people can like it. It's well, not good do. that way. It's dry and crappy. Do. It's just protein. Like if you want to just ingest a bar of protein, they got them at the gas station. I ate a bunch <laughs> of them when I was trying to gain weight in high school. They taste like crap. You can go do it that way if that's what you want out of the equation. If it's just as simple as I need to hit my macros or whatever. But if you're going to steak, you're usually going for taste. And why would you rob it of all the taste by cooking it well done? It wow. makes no sense to me. Charlotte. This is the most angry I've ever seen you, Junior. It really is. It's <laughs> These food, conversations are always actually very embarrassing for me because I'll eat literally anything. People are like, what oh. food do you hate? And I'm like, well done steak. Yeah, I'll probably I'll eat it. Like, I really don't think like I have to think hard. That's great. I don't love coconut, but like I'll oh. eat it. You know, like yeah. that's as close as I come anyway. I'm with you. I'll eat coconut. talk about Notre yeah. Dame or what? <laughs> yeah, well, we're trying to avoid that. Yeah, I've been trying Charlotte, to filibuster here. Lou Holtz clapped back at Ryan Day yeah. the other day and basically said spot the lie from his <clears> comments <throat> going into the weekend. Charlotte, was that one of the more hilarious subplots of a college football weekend you've seen in a while? Yeah, when Ryan Day goes, where's Lou Holtz? I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's a little it much. Like, Imagine if like, we had presented Lou Holtz. Do you think he would have kicked his ass? <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, also like, I wouldn't totally blame him, but like, um, no, I'm kidding. I think 
I don't know. I think that the whole thing is a crit like the fact that they won in a walk off. And the first thing Ryan Day says is where's Lou Holtz. I was like, college football is just the gift that keeps on giving. And yeah. also, I'm really sorry, you guys. I oh. I didn't text you on purpose. Um, I didn't text you. I didn't text Jess. Uh, I was like, I don't, I think you need some space right now. Um, but going into this weekend, are you like, do you have any feeling left or are you just Mike is calling the game? Mike well, is I'm, calling the game. That's which, that's, oh, dear God. Oh, yeah. I, honestly, that's better though. That because is better. when I'm calling a game, I'm focused on doing the job. I've got to tell the story of both teams. I'm excited to talk about this Duke team that's been really good, especially on defense through the early portion of this season. And that'll almost be a distraction. When I watch the game as a fan, that's when the feelings creep so, in. Here I'm there yeah. to do a job. So so I'll have no doubt that you will be fine. You will, you will be unbiased. You will do your job as an analyst. Here's the beauty of it is your games that you do for Learfield, they have a live shot of the booth. So while it's on radio, you can see Mike in the booth. So while you will do a great job verbally because it's radio and being unbiased, your motions will up oh, there I'm are going you, to be unbelievable. Not going to be an things. issue. Oh no, I promise that's not going to be an issue for me in this game. Like okay, I'm I'm a different person when I'm working after the game. Different story. It'll be like coming back down off the yeah. adrenaline rush. But no, like anyone tuning in there, you're going to see a professional. I don't understand, Dad, between you disparaging my Heisman vote and now this, attacking my professional credibility. I said, I said you were going to be stuff. professional. I said you were going to be very professional, but that oh didn't God. mean you couldn't mime something, you know, have that look like of disgust if something bad happened. You will handle it professionally. I get it. But I just said your actions might be interesting. Let's get to the actions of the Internet next and make my father try and explain it to the rest of us. Sound the trumpets, it's horse racing time. So saddle up for the action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code GOLIT. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18+, plus, 21+, plus in certain states, to open or access an account and resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wager within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DKHorse.com. All right, I want to get to some of the reporting and the rumors around Damian Lillard and New Jersey photoshops of him at the Toronto Raptors with Charlotte Wilder, who, again, you can catch every day with Amin El Hassan. Oddball is the podcast. It is a phenomenal sporting podcast. Thank you so much, except Mondays. Except Mondays. Sorry. <laughs> Apologies, except for Mondays. Don't come there looking for Mondays. Come here on Mondays. And then Tuesday, pick right back up with Oddball. Get your NBA fix. We will get to that. But I was amazed sitting around here during the break. So every so often, new meme drops. Everybody dives into it. 
And rarely do I see that from my parents. But yesterday, as Kevin James, the star of King of Queens, all of a sudden had a Getty Images photo making the rounds and getting memed into oblivion, I saw my mom jump in on the fray. Even she got in. My dad and my mom watched King of Queens religiously, as well as Everybody's Loves Raymond, all those early 2000 sitcoms. And so they were all in on this. I was not prepared for Charlotte Wilder, someone who is of the internet, like me, terminally online, coming over here and saying she did not understand this new meme format that apparently my parents have mastered. Let me ask you a question, Mike. What? You were surprised that I didn't get something? I feel like I feel like I am I am Michael Senior's age at heart, and I mean that Ah. as a compliment. Thank you. Um, There are so many things that I don't know. My friend, my best friend sent me a meme yesterday and it was, what's the word for when you're really smart, but you don't know anything and can't and can't figure stuff out. Wait, that wasn't even it. See, I don't even remember what the meme was, (laughs) Um, but I don't get it. Why is Kevin James suddenly circulating? Uh, I'm not really sure how to explain it, but what it does remind me is that so much of meme culture is just catering to the right audience like so much of our generation's obsessed with spongebob stuff if they start dropping more early 2000 sitcoms memes like god forbid a brady bunch picture ever makes the round my mom will be the internet's main character for a couple of days let's do it i mean honestly i wouldn't mind it here getting a king getting king of queens brought back into the mainstream is a great like a great coup for america right now one of the all-time great sitcom theme songs heading into a show doug heffernan one of the all-time great characters kevin james at the height of physical comedy during this series it had it all dad like you guys have good taste on this i'm not mocking that it's just your guys religious devotion to these shows well, oh yeah i mean it's seinfeld everybody loves raymond and uh and king of queens so those are the ones that we we definitely watch all the time um the the Kevin James, I, I, listen, I'm not going to lie. It, it's a tweet that said me after one double rum, uh, double rum and diet. You know, well, that's and it's Kevin James <laughs> looking sheepishly there. Yeah. It's kind of like those memes that went around where it was like, hey, my friend over there thinks you're cute. And then the friend is like some ugly guy or yeah. weirdo. Like it's Kevin James looking uncomfortably mischievous. Yeah. And, and I don't I didn't sit there and, and go, oh, I get it. I don't I don't really get it. It's just a look on Kevin James face. To me, it was, oh, yeah, the Kevin James. Yes. Everybody was getting weary. Yeah, I get I it. I, yeah, I get the emotion of it. I was just like, why? And I'm into it. Can I? Can we go full screen on me for a second here? Can I do my impression of the Kevin James meme? I think I do a really good one. Ready? Okay. There we go. Right. New Charlotte hey. Wilder meme just dropped. That was that was a good smirk, Charlotte. You look like the emoji. I hope somebody. Hey, I also a love of physical that. comedy. I think you look more like uh, the Debbie Downer character in SNL when you make that. Face. Oh yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. I look like Rachel Dratch. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. Side by side. Oh, she go. nailed it. Yeah, she really did. All right. Oh my Thanks. God. Touché. Well, you know what? Physical good. comedy is the in an audio medium is always what people are looking for right now. Yeah. As our memes explained <laughs> online, that is what does it meme. Um, guys, let's get away wow. from Kevin James. Send us at Gojo and Golik your best Kevin James memes if you want to online. We'll retweet the hell out of them because <laughs> it's finally a meme format catering to my parents. And yep. I love that. Love to it. bring a new generation into the fold of the internet. Charlotte, apparently we're bringing a new uh, team into the fold of this Dame Lillard stuff here. What can you tell us 
about sources now putting not just in the conversation, but the Toronto Raptors apparently is the front runner to land Dame now. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. All of this confuses the heck out of me. I was talking to Amin about this um, yesterday and I was like, can you explain, like, explain it to me like I'm five? Because, you know, I, I was under the impression that, okay, if it's not directly to Miami that Dame goes to, then there will be a multi-team trade. And that's what Amin was sort of saying is still he thinks is likely to happen. But, you know, then this report comes out and it's like, yeah, they want Portland wants OG and an OB like they, they don't want Tyler hero. Um, and to me, to me, you know, until something happens, I'm just, there's been, there've been so many rumors and so many facts flying around that I have not been able to, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors or a lot of people saying a lot of stuff. So I think to me, the most fascinating thing is, is the Portland fan base's reaction um, because I think it's gone full circle. I saw something online where someone was writing like, don't act like the Blazers owe Dame anything and yep. talking about how much money Dame has made. He was like, it's not that like he he's earned more money than like most NBA players. Like by the end of his four year deal, he'll have he'll get to like almost half a billion dollars and then and then like being very careful to walk it back and be like I'm not saying that you know they gave him that like he did earn it but and it's it it's to me what's so fascinating is like how much does emotion play into it on both sides like how much would the Blazers I mean I don't know how much sense it makes for the Blazers really um but you know for I I think on Dame's part I would understand it like when Kawhi went to the Raptors from the Spurs the Raptors had a team that was capable of winning a championship sure. and they did yeah Dame going there I don't know that they have that going on right now and I also think that when people say like oh he's ring chasing what do you expect this is one of well, the great this is a hall of fame player who needs a ring for people to be like oh okay we get it it's dame and it's because of people like us who are like well if he didn't win a championship oh but charlotte it's like his former peers too i think i saw steven jackson the other day cut a video where he said players choosing to go get an extra 50 to 100 million dollars over getting a championship he called it a loser mentality and that kind of stuff coming from inside the fraternity invites more feelings like that dad from the outside we see it all the time especially in that league where that kind of criticism authored by current or former players about the league they were participating in fuels discourse like this yeah it does and, and listen as i've always said players have different reasons for going wanting to go somewhere money chase a ring geography, family, whatever. They have different reasons and everybody's different. You know, and, and, and I'm of the belief, Charlotte, that nobody owes anybody anything, okay? Yeah. Portland paid Dame a hell of a lot of money and Dame produced for them for years. Now, if they're going to part ways, it is incumbent upon the team to get the absolute best deal that you can get. And maybe the flirtation with Toronto is to get Miami to, to offer more there as well, because why would they right. care if it's Toronto or Miami? It's in a different conference. So what? Their job, get the absolute best deal you can. You'd like to help out a player who's been loyal to you, but at the end of the day, this is a business. It's nothing personal. It's you want to go, you're a high commodity. We need to get all we can in return for you. I will say this has all been a reminder. Dame's just not good at this. 
Like we've seen what James Harden's been willing to do. We've seen in other cases how uncomfortable players are willing to make teams. And we might be getting to the point now where as training camps begin to get started and the NBA, the NBA season's going to be back soon, deadlines drive results. But Damian Lillard has not displayed a willingness or an aptitude beyond a certain point to try and make his current employer uncomfortable enough to get what he wants with absolute certainty, Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, James Harden's out here being like, I'll sit out training camp. Um, yeah. And and. Dame, I we haven't seen much from him. Um, I think, I mean, obviously you're right, Mike, that, you know, teams don't owe players anything. I also don't think, though, that the Blazers would do anything. Um, and again, we talked about this on Oddball, and Amin was saying it too, like, they're not going to do anything out of spite either. So, right. you know, I think that there's, it, it really does have to make sense. And I'm hopeful for, for all parties that, it does become a multi-team trade. I want to see Dame up, end up in Miami. Um, I want to see him play with Jimmy and Bam, assuming they, they, they don't give up Bam in the process, but I don't see that happening. Um, it's just, it's we'll, we'll see what happens, guys. All right, guys, we're in the heat of the summer, and you need a pair of great shades that you don't have to baby. Knockaround Sunglasses is the go-to for quality polarized shades that won't break the bank. Plus, they just released the first set of teams of their official MLB collection, including Red Sox and Yankees. So don't be the person who's squinting into the sun or worried about getting sand on their overpriced sunglasses. Check out knockaround.com for great looking polarized shades starting at just 28 bucks and use the code GOLIC for free shipping on your order. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code GOJO. That's code GOJO for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back to Gojo and Golik. Finishing off a Wilder Wednesday here. Mike Golik Jr., Mike Golik Sr., Charlotte Wilder and Emerson Latia. Let's finish the show off the way we always do with this, that, and the third. Uh, as always, make sure you download, subscribe, rate, review. Leave us that five-star rating and check us out here 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern every Monday through Friday. Also, do the same for Oddball with Charlotte Wilder and me and L. Hassan every day but Monday, Dad. Mike, I, I just want to, b- before we do this, I, I do want to mention, because this was my era, the passing of Brooks Robinson, the former great Baltimore Oriole. Um, obviously, you guys didn't see him uh, play he was he was the magic man at, at at third base, a hot corner. Eighteen All Stars, two World Series titles, an AL MVP in '64, World Series MVP in '70. He was unbelievable to watch 
at third base on how he handled grounders and that it was I just wanted it to to say wow what what a player 86 years old uh and uh his his what I saw from him on the field was incredible and just wanted to definitely acknowledge him certainly uh rest in peace to Brooks Robinson the hot corner is one of those things you say and I instantly I'm like Oh man! All right, this guy knows baseball. It's a definite baseball buzzword. <laughs> this two guys is very strong in you. The hot corner, yeah. Brooks Robinson getting after it. Um, all right, no, that's uh, absolutely uh, uh, a, a life worth celebrating, and like you said, that impacted a lot of people there. Rest in peace uh, to Brooks Robinson. We will make the transition back to this, that, the third. Get to three quick stories that will help you finish off your day and head into the rest of this one. And why don't we start? Name, image, and likeness finally reached Nirvana, the enlightened state where we can now all prosper and enjoy peace. As Iowa Pork put out an ad with four players from the Iowa State Cyclones. No, none of them were suspended for gambling. Instead, they were lined up in a row to remind people to purchase more ham and bacon. (laughs) <laughs> and they were done using the four Iowa State football players, Miles Purchase, Tyler Moore, Tommy Hammond, and Caleb Bacon, that all came together like Voltron. We've seen um, over the years Chris Long and Fletcher Cox with the Long-Cox combination on the sideline all <laughs> walked so that this moment could fly, Charlotte. It was beautiful. I, It, it is, you know the account Art But Make It Sports? Yes. If you don't follow Art But Make It Sports, follow this this is art and sports that I hope I hope that account just tweets out this picture. It doesn't need anything by its side. Hang it in the Louvre. You, see, you are right. It doesn't need any more. Right. This this encapsulates everything because in front of it, it has a big ham and a huge plate of bacon, which, by the way, is making my mouth water because I am a, a bacon freak. Got to be a little crispy, though, bacon uh, as well. Freak. You are. Bacon yeah. freak. Oh, Why oh, oh. you say it like Listen. that? Yeah, well, that was, that I was nasty. Listen, <laughs> I am a bacon freak. I will yeah. get bacon and I will get it more well done. <laughs> what what like, are you going to do with it, freaky boy? Like, I'm going <laughs> to eat it by the pound is what I'm going to do. That plate of bacon, I would finish that plate of bacon. It is phenomenal. But again, bacon like groceries. Point, there is no more that needs to be done except for that picture uh, for that ad. It's fantastic. Gojo and, and Golik think- after dark, just senior talking about the ways he would eat his crispy bacon. Freaky with the bacon. <laughs> oh my god! All right. I, my favorite part of this, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, my favorite part of this is where it's Hammond as the and. Yeah. Yeah. Buy more yeah. Hammond bacon. At that that to me is the real art of this entire situation. Yep. It's great. It really is. He was the he was the last name that had to be the ultimate glue guy because everyone else one word. He's got to be yeah. the connecting piece there. 48 looks like a linebacker or maybe a tight end something like that. So, joins the pantheon of guys like Nebraska's DeColdis Crawford doing the air conditioning ad. This one for Iowa pork producers. Put it in the Hall of Fame. Um, guys, let's get to that. And Emerson, a tough moment for the Arizona Cardinals, who remember, while they've enjoyed some early season success, yeah. authored a big-time upset this past weekend, were one of those teams that got a lot of bad things said about them in the NFLPA report card. And I think Josh Dobbs would like to add this to the list. And this was going viral on his TikTok account, which is now blowing up. So this was Saturday night. This was before they upset Dallas on Sunday. Josh Dobbs goes into what I believe is the team store and tries to customize like his jersey. And he's not there on the list of players. 
players, the starting yeah. quarterback for the Cardinals, not there on the list of players to put the name on the back of the jersey. Of course, now that has changed. The team quickly remedied that situation, and I'm sure he sold some jerseys after that upset against Dallas. Go, Joe. There's no doubt, but Dad, another tough look for the Cardinals organization yeah. trying yeah. to look like a run a well-run outfit here. Tanking also includes not acknowledging any of your players exist. Yeah, that 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 was a bad one there. And we know when they did that vote from on the inside with, with the players around the league, the worst, you know, facilities and how players are treated. Arizona did not fare well here, and this did nothing uh to enhance their stand at all. This is this is just a a bad mistake by them. You know what he needs to do is just be like I'm actually dating Taylor Swift. And oh, then boy. his jersey. <laughs> there goes his jerseys right off, right off yeah. the well, Remember oh, when wow. those accounts used to just constantly put out like Quentin Nelson from the Colts has reportedly been seen hanging out with Taylor Swift. Yeah, and they would just yeah. keep adding people to the list. Maybe Josh Dobbs can do. You know, at the very least, he can enjoy a nice meal that he can take home paid for by the car. Oh. oh, no, that's right. They've got to pay for their own meals out of their paychecks <laughs> to eat them at the cafeteria there. Uh, Cardinals, lock it in, man. Figure it out. Um, don't make it so obvious. Your team's bailing you out of what seemed like a pretty obvious tank job here now. The least you could do is, by the way, maybe give a guy the jerseys to give to his family of his own considering he's playing football for you. That doesn't seem crazy, but these guys also have to pay for their own tickets. All of that's kind of a reminder of how this system works, but uh, weird one for the Cardinals. Let's get to the third, uh, guys. All right, so the third, right? The third is Dancing with the Stars, Adrian Peterson. and Adrian Peterson making his debut on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, Dad, this was yesterday. You and Mom watched this a bit. What's the scouting report looking like? You know, listen, we have seen, you know, former football players, Emmett Smith being one of them, win the, the mirror ball, I think it's called. Uh, so we've seen athletes, and especially football players, do pretty well uh, in this. So uh, I, he, I thought he did pretty good. Um, moving around, they said he was a little stiff and wanted him to kind of loosen up a little bit. But he's one of those that was the first night last night. And and this is the first year it's been back. It's been behind the paywall for a bit. Now it's back on on regular TV. So we're able to, able to watch it. And I, I thought he did pretty good. But the thing about it is it was the first night. And you could see that he is going to be good at this. You know, he just kind of has that natural ability and pretty good moves. I don't know if he's going to win it. But as I said, football players have fared very, very well here in the past. I used to recap Dancing with the Stars. There was a period of my life where I did that. And I think athletes always have a leg up. And I think more athletes should dance. And I would like to learn how to dance. And sometimes I try and I'm very, very bad. So I have the utmost respect for anybody who can dance and, you know... We'll see. I think Jerry wasn't Jerry Rice on it. And like, oh, yeah. yes, he yes, was he was too. Yeah, yes, he yes, he was. Good. Wait, Charlotte, did you great. not dance like at your recent wedding ceremony? No, I mean, like, I can dance, yeah. but I can't, like, oh, well, you tango. Said you okay. Yeah, she can't do like a foxtrot or a waltz. Yeah. I would like a couple, a couple beers will fix that. <laughs> Yeah, well, right. <laughs> so that is always the worst part of every wedding for me is when someone inevitably, because you know, at some point in every wedding, someone from one of the wedding parties is going to grab you, usually like a mom or something. And they like to do the dances where you get spun around here. I never know the cadence for those. Like I didn't grow up doing those. And so it always puts me in a really uncomfortable spot where you get caught in the middle and you're trying not to break someone's yeah. elbow. Then it's terrible. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I, and and the, the people doing it, 
listen, these are these are people who maybe want to get back in the spotlight a little bit or something, but I'm always interested in the cast. Barry Williams from Brady Bunch uh is is in this. Um there's so, Brady Bunch. So many people like Jamie Lynn Spears as well. She did oh. a pretty good job. Mira Servino was in it. I don't know a lot of these. One was introduced as a Twitter influencer. I mean, so I'm completely lost oh, on that yeah. one. TikTok? Who, or Twitter? Uh, I don't. I, Charlotte, it I don't know. It has to be TikTok. One, one of those things. No one, no Charlotte, one calls my dad No one's Twitter. a Twitter. If yeah, Twitter influencer were a thing. Emails now. Oh, this a was a, a famous Venezuelan YouTuber actress. Okay. okay. <laughs> 18 million subscribers. So YouTuber oh. and actress. So God, there you this go. This is slowly world melding with The Bachelor and the way that they have to font most of these people, which, by yeah. the way, Golden, the Golden Bachelor is starting tomorrow. Oh, there it is. Just when I think I'm you out got it in. Mike, can we do a breakout pod? Coming up, the breakout Golden Bachelor coverage no. from me and Charlotte Wilder. If you're looking for that, download, subscribe, rate, review. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.